0: Boys and girls, and we are back again to How We Book It. I am the one and only Jay Brandon Ingram broadcasting live to you from Chili Myrtle Beach. It's in the, it's in the 50s. Gross. Bird. Yeah. And, it's at least uh, 60 here. Well, I mean, it's it's been in the 60s and 70s, but it's 730 almost. It's starting to cool down a little bit. Fair enough. And uh, you are?
1: besides.
0: Swallowing. This is not only fans, sir.
1: Mm, yeah, I man. Mm, mm. No, I am Christian Ingram. Uh, I am a podcaster, a YouTuber, a Twitch streamer, and a TikToker now. I oh just reached
0: 1,000 followers on TikTok. I've swore off TikTok after the first one.
1: I hated it at first, but it's the easiest platform to grow on, so I was like, you know what? I'll give it a shot, and it's kind of, it's kind of fun. It's, it's it's much easier than YouTube. I'll give you that. Oh, is it now? Very. Uh, I can make a TikTok video in two minutes, where it takes me an hour to edit a YouTube video, so well,
0: why not? Well, that's good. And we have been absent for a little bit. Everybody's been doing kind of a little bit of everything. I've been working six days a week, traveling back and forth when I can to to be there with you, and everybody else when I can be and mm-hmm. you still working out your new job you got to do the wrestling thing you want to tell, tell everybody about that that you got to do or I didn't get to do much wrestling thing
1: at uh at Fayetteville not not as much I'd like they, they did have a good wrestling presence but I was just so
0: busy they had it no, taken the thing care before of. that um, the thing I was supposed to help you with uh, when I had to come back yeah.
1: here. yeah um that was a UEW event I got to help film it which was pretty cool got to see Ace Austin up close and personal uh Russell wrestle... what's he like four foot two no, he's a, his, his legs are huge. I didn't even go lie. His legs are like that big around. I'm like, Jesus Christ, bro.
0: I think I told you, you know, back when I was growing up, they always look bigger on TV than, than they did in person. And I got to meet Jimmy Valiant and I'm not sure if you, uh if you know who the boogie woogie man is, the but, boogie woogie man. I mean, he was, you know, he, he, you know, he just looked average size on TV and man, I, I just, you know, he was one that TV didn't do him justice. His arms were, is with me being a kid, probably as big around as my body, and he was probably, I'd have to look him up. I mean, I might be remembering it wrong because I was a kid, but he looked to be like he was like 6'3", six, 6'4", six, somewhere. He was a big dude. And he looked—he was a lot bigger in person than he looked on TV. So,
1: A lot bigger than the guys wrestling now? <laughs>
0: I'm bigger than the guys wrestling now.
1: What are you saying? You're bigger than Orange Cassidy and Darby Allin.
0: My thigh is bigger than Orange Cassidy. You know what I'm actually looking forward to seeing? MJF versus Darby Allen? No. You know I'm not a Moxley fan, but I hope to God they let him do to Orange Cassidy what he did to 10 last week. That would just warm my heart.
1: So while we're recording this, next week, I think it's Wednesday, it'll be John Moxley versus Orange Cassidy in the semifinal of the Full Gear Eliminator World Title Tournament.
0: Yeah, do you know what a joke that tournament is, though? I know where we're supposed to be. It's not that, but I mean, look at... okay. Orange Cassidy, as bad as I hate him, or whatever he, the fans like him, and from I can't, I honestly I can't remember the last match where he actually got pinned. Um, so it's been you know, a while. take that take that into consideration. Okay, put him in there. Of course, you put Danielson in there. Of course, you put Moxley in there. Um, Lance Archer, I can see Eddie Kingston. I don't, th- I can't. I think him beating Lance Archer is the first time I've seen him win a match, with that wasn't a tag team match in forever and a day. But that's nowhere here, nor there. Um, but putting ten in there and. Oh, God, I forgot who else was in Dustin there. Dustin Rhodes. And Dustin. That's another That's another good example. I mean, you know, maybe if you wanted to do some kind of, you know, put seven of them in there and have a battle royal or something to to get the eighth spot and give it to Dustin Rhodes as kind of a throwback or nostalgia moment or whatever. Okay, we could do it that way. But, I mean, all right, just one. I'll throw one out there. Well, 2 I'll throw two out there. You're going to sit there and call CM Punk the best in the world, and you don't put him in the tournament. I'll just – Leave that one alone We'll for another discussion. But then you got Miro, who went you know, undefeated, killing everybody forever, and he finally lost the TNT title, and you haven't really seen much of him since. I think I've seen him do one promo since he lost the title. But this guy was running through everybody, and you put 10 and Dustin Rhodes in the tournament over that guy?
1: No, Come I can now. see that. As much as I love AEW, and trust me, I love AEW. It's my favorite promotion as of right now. I, I do get that that wasn't a great decision, especially considering he could have beat Kingston and gone to the semifinals or even the finals. So
0: I, I would have, I would have enjoyed the tournament better with the way they did it. They had just like, Hey, we're putting 16 names in a hat or yeah. Yeah. Cause it was, yeah. Eight matches, 16 names in a hat and we're going to, we're going to draw them out. It's random. So, you know, we're not, we're not going by wins, losses, whatever, you know, you win the tournament, you're the number one contender, whatever. But uh, you know, but to put, okay. I mean, like I said, Dustin, you can, you can argue a little bit. I mean, but you know, Cody wasn't in the tournament. Malachi black was undefeated. I could go Andrade
1: on and off.
0: I mean, you, you know, you, but, but you got 10 and Eddie Kingston. Come on, man. No, I mean, that, you that, could, if, that's if you're going to give thing. me a tournament, if you're going to give me a tournament, give me a tournament.
1: I'll agree with you on that. Cause that was a little random. Dustin Rhodes, uh, I mean, he's he's great, don't get me wrong, but he's never been a world champion. He's not world championship material. Ten, as of right now, could they change his gimmick up and make him world champion, take the mask off? He has a look, sure. Um, but as the Dark Order's ten, he's never going to be world
0: champion. Well, and another thing, too, Cody was right on his promo. Dustin's always been better than he was. What, in the ring? Yes.
1: No, he's not wrong. Uh, Cody just has the charisma.
0: No, Dustin has it if, if he's given the right platform. And I mean, I guess, you know, he's got Black more Rain? stroke in it. No, not really. That it's just, that <laughs> they, 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 they tried so hard because, you know, you know, they, if you go back and watch him, yeah, they brought him in trying to be dusty 2.0 and it just didn't work. He wasn't his daddy. Um, but then he goes to the WWE and they give him this gold dust character, which, which was a take on, you know, some of the names dusty had used over the years, but, um, you know, he took it and ran with it, and and until, you know, standards and practices and networks come in and, and made them, you know, pull that character back, I mean, I don't know how many people could have pulled that character off, and Dustin Rose did a hell of a job with it. I mean, Goldust was on fire until they, they were made to pull back the reins on that a little bit, and, you know, so, you know, I mean, you, you saw they tried to do Stardust with Cody, and he just, you, you know, I get it, I do, they were trying to do whatever, and but, you know, Cody couldn't pull it off. And, you know, Dustin did a hell of a job with what he was given over the years. So kudos to the man.
1: No, I agree with you. I mean, I don't know. Dustin, Dustin's made things work through the years. So that's.
0: Gold Dustin Marlena, with her coming out and smoking that cigar and that tight ass gold dress. And she, you know, she was by far to me, not my personal opinion. I mean, she was cute. She wasn't the most attractive thing on TV that they had, but she was cute. But coming out in that tight ass gold dress, smoking that cigar, and all the like Hollywood cuts they would do and some of the promos he would do, quoting old movies and stuff like that, man, they were on, he was on fire. Um, you know, I, God only knows where that character could have went and how big he could have gotten. Like I said, again, if the, if they hadn't pulled the reins back hit the you know, let, you know, <laughs> legendary story on it was Scott Hall didn't want to work with him because of the stuff he was doing. And you know Scott Hall, you know call it homophobic, call it what you will. But Scott Hall was just not comfortable with it. That's why that if you go back and watch it, few did not last very long.
1: So I mean, anyway. it is what it is. I mean, it was very edgy for the '90s. Getting me off topic, but so speaking of the gold and the gold standard and the gold of AEW, let's talk about the golden boy of AEW. The pick one the real the, the only real talent that's been homegrown aew and might be the first homegrown talent to be aew world champion i'm talking about hangman adam page and before you say he Hang, is on, hang on, hang on hang on hang on hang on. hang on hang on yes he worked in the indies he worked in ring of honor he worked in new japan but he wasn't a main event player there he was a six-man tag team champions with the young bucks and he was um Recently thank, tag you team for saying, with-
0: thank you for saying it correctly, by the way. What? Six man tag team.
1: That's what it says right here on Wikipedia.
0: Oh, I'm fucking this that trio shit that they're talking about. Trio's tag team match. I'm like, good lord, shut up.
1: Ah, well, so it's I'm- AEW. What what you gonna do? But hangman Adam Page has he's had quite a run in AEW so far and he is challenging at full gear for the AEW's World Championship after winning the casino ladder match and returning from a few months hiatus because he had a kid. Understandable.
0: And I don't know. Looked- I, thought, I, I thought what happened uh, Wednesday night was him in that damn marshmallow ghost outfit was pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> I lo- but- did Brendan send you that gif where he took off the mm. thing and he's like, Ugh. oh, yeah. Yeah, he did. I, I love yeah. it. I, I, Hangman I was as- laughing my ass off.
1: Hangman is honestly one of my favorite wrestlers right now. And he's from Virginia. So we got to support our hometown boy.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, I like Adam page. Don't get me wrong. And I, you know, I, I, we've talked about this off camera, um, you know, kudos to him. I mean, I, you know, his interview was, you know, I'm pretty sure that he was being, you know, upfront and honest when he said, you know, on the biggest run of his career, he took off time to go be there for the birth of his kid. And a lot of them won't do that. I mean, you know, I uh, And no, he's not, they don't travel the way they used to, but I mean, you know, me being the Flair fan that I am, you, you've heard his kids talk about how much he wasn't there and what he missed. And, um, you know, and he's actually come out and publicly said that, you know, when he got home for a couple of days off, it was driving him crazy. He was itching to get back on the road. Um, you know, yeah, he was so, made like, for the
1: road life. Some of them aren't like that, especially you know, nowadays. Like I say,
0: kudos, kudos to Adam Page. I mean, whether you win the world title or, you know, whether you, this is a thing that, you know, people need to put, put things in perspective, like with Adam Page, what he did, you know, if he was to get hurt tomorrow or Wednesday night or whatever and never be able to wrestle again, God forbid, I'm not trying to wish the man any, any ill will, but, you know, 10 years from now, nobody be talking about it, but, you know, his wife is going to tell his kid that story about how her, how that. you have a boy or a girl. Uh, hang on. Let me get on to personal it, life. It, you... it, it doesn't matter. It's, But, you know, his wife will be telling that kid that, hey, your dad was, you know, your dad was on fire in the hottest thing boy. in this promotion. And, and you know, he, he took the time off to say, hey, this is more important. I mean, those, those are the kind of things that will last forever. You know, and it might not be public headlines, you know, 20 years from now, but. You know, that kid's gonna know that that his dad, you know, thought he was more important to be there for when he came into this world than than being on TV and traveling. I mean, those those are just moments you can't replace.
1: Nope. And I'm I'm impressed with that, but I am glad he's back on AEW TV. And if you've forgotten the name of the show, let me remind you what exactly we do here. The show is called How We'd Book It. And what we do is we take a certain Wrestler or event, and we give you our opinions on how we would book them. And we, I think, we're going to lead up to full gear. Now we will be at the Dynamite after full gear. Jason's first AEW show, my third.
0: Well, touch you. Yeah. Well, we tried to get you to come to fight for the Fallen. What was I doing? I mean, have have you have you actually sat down? I, mean, I know you're working a lot now, but have you actually sat down and thought about the schedule I have kept for the past? Like five months? No, it's been pretty crazy. Yeah, that's to say the least.
1: Well, nuts. So let, let, let's talk about Hangman Adam Page. Let's talk about his beginning. He began his career in wrestling in 2008, working on the dependent, independent circuit as Adam Page. So he's kept his name throughout the indies. In 2011, he began appearing on Ring of Honor, um, which he stayed with for seven years until the year 2016. Uh Wasn't
0: he part of the kingdom too or
1: Mm -mm, that was Matt Taven and Mike Bennett.
0: I thought that was more here nor there. Okay.
1: Page's biggest claim to fame was he joined the Bullet Club, wrestling's biggest and hottest faction in a long time since arguably the NWO. Disagree or agree?
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'm I was there for the NWO and know how hot that was, and there is just Right now, since then, I mean, you know, you, you got kids coming up and still talking about the NWO to this day. Uh, you know, give it twenty five years and we'll see if people are still talking about the Bullet Club or the Elite, and then we'll revisit the subject.
1: The mm. elite. The the uh,
0: elite. Beat, your meat, beat, beat, your meat. That's what it sounds like to me mm, every time wow. I hit that music. <laughs> so, anyways. Hangman page, and, and I'm sitting there, right, and I'm sitting in front of the TV like this, singing the song. Beat. you're me. I I can't stand it.
1: What did you think and of them it, coming up to the Ghostbusters theme song and say, and saying, "Who you gonna call?
0: The elite." You know I don't like them, so <laughs> I just don't. <laughs> I love it. I'm sorry. I know you. And that—that's got that—that that, they're actually going to have a lot to do with what we're talking about with Adam Page today. I just, um. If this would have been, you know, four or five months ago, this would have all happened. Um, and bringing Adam Page back, you know, I I would say put the belt on him because the mm-hmm. people are ready for it. The people are behind him, they love chanting cowboy shit, and I'll have a point about that in just a minute. But um, you know, but now everybody wants to see Danielson versus Omega again. That was a hell of a match they put on, on TV that night, by the way. And, you know, I'm not his biggest fan either. Um, everybody wants to see – everybody wants to see these big names coming in, Russell Kenny Omega, because everybody's heard, you know, by now, even the people – The seven-star match. Maybe. Yeah, everybody that 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 knows about him knows that. The people that haven't, you know, since they started watching AEW, they've got to see a little bit of him, and they went back and, um, you know, done some research, so they've heard the stories and everything else about what he did in New Japan. And they're wanting to see all these big names against Kenny Omega. And that being said, how do you put the belt on Adam Page right now? That is that's hard. of to... that's kind of that's kind of where my mindset is. Now, don't get me wrong, it wouldn't surprise me if they did. They seem to do things that are outside the box. But if you're if you're going if you're going for to try to get Omega over and move him forward. You know, it's just like you. it's hard to stop the momentum. I mean, and if they do put the belt on page, you, you know, because that's kind of where we got to take it um, going up, going up to um, the pay-per-view. If they do put the belt on page, in my opinion, it cannot be a decisive. Uh, what's uh, He's got the he's got the lariat. What else? Dusty got finish. The lariat. Roll him up something. I mean, it's just it's got to be, you know, it's got to be something. Um you know, to where to where you can put the belt back on Omega in maybe the same fashion, something a little different, something not to make either one of them look weak. Because, um, again, everybody wants to see Omega against, you know, what in a lot of people's minds and I know you, you know, I know you followed this up, but a lot of people haven't, you know. But in a lot of people's mind, they want to see how Omega can stand up to an actual star and. And you know, the only like
1: real I'm, star he's faced as far as uh, title defense.
0: Would have to be Christian Cage. And and again, for for and this is what I try to get across. It's like I, I don't want anybody to think that I'm downing AEW. I try to, I try to be, you know, I, I try to talk from where the casual fan comes. I always like Christian. I loved, I loved him better as, you know, part of the tag team, but they broke him up. But I've always liked Christian. Um, but you know, to the casual wrestling fan that only knew him from WWE, he's a mid-card. You know, he's mid card at best. Yeah, they put the world title on him, but it was when it didn't mean nothing. They they really degraded that title. The only time they really made it out to be anything, you know, was at first when they first split the brands and Bischoff brought it out and gave it to Triple H because Brock was signed exclusively to SmackDown. You know, and they put Breach's it on Batista. Reign of Terror. Yeah. You know, yeah, they put it on Batista. I mean, but, you know, then they started, you know, they started putting it on, you know, they let Ray win it. They let Christian win it. You know, some people that just weren't, you know where it was obvious that the WWE champion was the, the know, star, champion, the star like now, like with the WWE title it's it's evident that the universal champion is the star. And, you know, so it's like the casual wrestling fan doesn't see, you know, Christian cage as a legitimate contender to the quote unquote world champion. And, you know, so if you're want if you want to bring these casual fans in and they're getting a lot more viewers, you know, with the addition of Brian Anderson, with the addition of CM Punk and probably soon to be Bray Wyatt, um, I think, you know, that he's so strange. you never Maybe know
1: Braun Strowman.
0: Yeah, yeah I, I hear he's talking with Impact and I read somewhere that that uh, that that relationship's over for a while. That's why the Good Brothers hadn't been on AEW TV in a while, but that's for a different day. But again, I mean, it's every the casual fan that's coming in and, and that has seen Kenny as world champion. They want to see how, you know, the only thing and that's if they watched it. And again, it was a hell of a match with him and Brian Danielson and the time limit draw they did. But that's what they're wanting to see. They're not, you know, and then, you know, what Adam Page's downfall as a wrestler right now is his upside as a man where he took that time off and he went home to see the birth of his kid, which, you know, again, nothing but respect for that. These casual fans that have came over with the debut of CM Punk, the debut of Brian Danielson, he wasn't there. Yeah, so it hurt man. him in the long run. Well, I mean, it I want to say hurt him, but he wasn't there for those casual fans to be going, man, I don't like Kenny Omega, but man, that Adam Page guy's cool. Does that make any sense? No, I feel you on
1: that. I mean, for the casual fan, yeah. For hardcore AEW fans, they're, they're all behind
0: Adam Page. No, and I get that. I get that, but I'm, I'm talking about the bigger picture is what I, what I'm no, no. no. because, because at the end of the day,
1: a wrestling company is going to stay by are going to make money through the casual fan.
0: Yeah. And that's, that's where the merchandise comes in. That's where, you know, you know, the ticket sales comes in to where, you know, mom and dad want to take their five and six year olds to see AEW. Um, What I was, what I was getting to, one of the things that aggravated the ever loving shit out of me was that was a hell of a promo. That that Adam Page cut a couple of weeks ago when he was talking about cowboy shit and all what cowboy shit meant to him, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And this is what people nowadays don't understand. And it it just it's not just promos, but it's also it's also the moves. It's like I'll give you an example. When Shawn Michaels made his return years ago, you know, and he he went up against Triple H and decided to stay for a while. You remember what the office did? What? What did the office tell all the boys when Shawn Michaels came back? No more super kick. Exactly. Now, people might say, oh, Shawn Michaels being a dick. No, he's not being a dick. That was his finish. And what you do if you've got everybody and their brother out there throwing super kicks, why should Michaels be any different? Why should his end the match? Why should his beat The Undertaker? Why should his beat Triple H? You get where I'm going with that? No, that's fair. I mean, it's it's like... What what aggravates me with Tony Khan and AEW sometimes is, you know, you'll see the same thing in three different matches, and I'm, you know, I pay attention to stuff like that. You know, if, if you're gonna have tables used in a match, it needs, and the WWE is just as bad. Don't get me wrong. It's, don't get me started. It was like, you know, the Crown Jewel last week. Awesome. You know, well, they started off with the Hell in a Cell, and you know, the cell's supposed to be the seven point on that. And they're using all kinds of weapons and tables and everything else. And then you got Lashley and Goldberg using tables. You can't, you know, once, if, especially in the opening match, if if you got people putting people through tables in an opening match, you know, what makes it special in the main event? It doesn't. It Stuff needs to be protected. And I'm not sure where I'm going with this is I'm not sure who, you know, Chris Jericho I know has more stroke there than a lot of people and he knows what's going on. But – and it's it's little stuff that will aggravate me. I know you love Jericho for a long time, but he comes out there earlier in the show, and he calls Dan Lambert a fat-faced dipshit, right? hmm He should have been smacked or or very highly reprimanded when he got through the curtain. You think you so? You know why? You why? know why? Because Adam – Adam Cole shit. Adam Page come out there and cut a heartfelt promo. It's the best promo I've ever heard the man do. Um and it was about cowboy shit. So even though they're saying the word shit on TV now, which they never were able to do, for that kind of a heartfelt promo on why he's coming back and why, you know, why he's going for the world title, not one person on that show should have used that word the rest of the night. That should have been solely designated for him because Jericho coming out there and fat-based dipshit, fat-based dipshit, it hinder it takes away from what Adam Cole did. Adam Cole, goddamn it, Adam Page. It takes away. From the, you know, from the shock value. Cause like I said, shit's not, you know, shit hasn't been used on TV until here recently. Yeah. And, you know, so it, if you're just gonna call out go out there and call somebody a dipshit, and then somebody else later is like, you know, carny face piece of shit or whatever, okay, that's that's fine. I'm I'm okay with that. But when you when somebody's gonna go out there and speak from the heart and tell you what their catchphrase means, and it means to them, you know, saying it over and over again. It should be reserved for that person and that person only, just like a finish. You know, it's like the DDT has been whored out. The super kick has been whored out. And I get times change, but, you know, I move still hurt. Well, they do. But I mean, Adam Page did a hell of a job on the promo that night. And if it would have been, you know, maybe Sammy Guevara or hell, even one of uh, because Hager don't talk. But even one of uh, Santana Ortiz, I could, have, you know, okay, well. But Jericho's been around for almost 30 years and he knows better, you know, and I know he he had an idea of what Adam Page was going to go out there and say, because I know, you know, they, he he has a lot of, you know, talking with you, know, talking over the scripts and talking over the layouts of the of the program and everything. And for him to go out there earlier tonight is just and, and use that word. And like I said, it's little things that aggravate me and people might disagree, but he <laughs> to use the word shit. All over Adam Page's promo, in my opinion. It, it should have been left for Adam Page and Adam Page alone.
1: I don't disagree, actually. I really don't, because at the end of the day, I mean, like, using the words at someone, like, you, you won't hear, like, someone, when Kurt Angle say, it's real, it's damn real. You won't hear somebody saying the word real or it's real, you know? So...
0: It's, well, that's and that's, that's what I was trying to explain. You know, with the whole Shawn Michaels, it's about so, you know everybody was all up in arms. Shawn Michaels, such a diva, you know they don't want the super kick you used. Night, no, it's not that. It's like it's a business, and things need to be protected. Mm-hmm. If, if everybody's using it, it's no longer a finish.
1: I don't disagree. So, let, let's let's talk about Hangman Page's origins in AEW. He won the first Casino Battle Royal to be in the first ever world title match against Chris Jericho. At, I believe it was all in, or no, was it Double no, no, double or Nothing is where he won the Casino Battle Royal. It was the next pay-per-view where he challenged Jericho, and he came out on a horse.
0: So... Did you see Matt Riddle come out on a fucking camel? Anyways. <laughs> anyways Go ahead. Anyways, so at the... Oh, I'm sorry You know why I shook my head on that though Why You know they had that kid from uh, Saudi Arabia, Mansoor, right Yeah He took on He took on. Uh, shit, what's his name Yeah, thank you If anybody And I'm not trying to be funny If anybody should have came out On a damn camel in Saudi Arabia It's the guy from Saudi Arabia Not fucking Matt Riddle Are you kidding me Anyway, continue
1: Yeah I don't disagree on that one either. Shit. So Hangman Page challenged Chris Jericho for the first ever AEW World Championship match, which he lost. And then you saw riffs between him and the Young Bucks, because during the match or before the match, he asked the Young Bucks to come out with him like they had done for Kenny Omega. And they refused. They were like, nah, you got this. And then he felt like he had let everybody down. And you can disagree with me on this if you want, but this is where AEW's long-term storytelling really comes at, it, at its best, is with Hank Man Adam Page. So he, he lost it. He decided to start drinking a lot. And he, the, the rift became really evident between him and the Young Bucks, which eventually led to him teaming with Kenny. Uh, they eventually won the belts. Uh, they lost him to FTR. And then after that, we don't need to go over the whole thing that he's done, but like the big things, you know, full gear. Last year, me and Brandon went there live. It was Kenny Omega versus Hangman Adam Page in the in the uh finals of the World Title Eliminator tournament. And Kenny beat Hangman Page that night, which led Kenny on to beating Moxley for the AEW Worlds Championship. And since then you've seen Hangman Page's our quarter which you know it would have it would have been a lot different if Brody lee was still alive today uh but it is what it is now you know Brody lee sadly passed away uh december 26 2020 and since then hangman has been You know, an intricate part of the Dark Order. Is he going to join them? Is he not? No, they're just friends. and Which all culminated to a 10-man tag team match at Fight for the Fallen. Which, I was there live. It was Hangman, Adam Page, and the Dark Order versus the Elite. Kenny Omega, the Young Bucks, and the Good Brothers. And if the Dark Order and Hangman won, they got a tag team title shot and a world title shot. But they lost, which means Hangman had to stop, step down from the top ten or top five or whatever. Which all leads us to full gear this year, where a couple of weeks ago, Hangman Page returned for uh, the Casino Battle Royal, I mean, not Battle Royal, ladder match. And he won, which means his title shot is coming up at full gear. Now, I think he's going to beat Kenny Omega just for the fact that Kenny beat him last year. I think Hangman's going to rise to the occasion. But what do you think, Jason?
0: I don't. You don't think so? Nope. And I, and, and honestly, uh, that whole spiel you just went over, mm-hmm. um, take the dark order out of the equation because, like you said, that was a sad thing. And I, I think they just kind of had to do with them what they had to do. Um, and that's where that came from. But if you take them out of the equation, I don't disagree up to this point um, is between him taking time off with any of the booking that they've done. Um, you know when when Jericho beat him, you know I he had he had to. Um, oh yeah, to so get, I don't to, I don't to, disagree to, with to, that to get the to get the company off the ground. You know to give them a world champion again. It goes back to the casual wrestling fan. Um, Everybody knows who Chris Jericho is. Exactly, um, and he he's a legit star over the years. He was one of the you know he was the first ever undisputed world champion in WWE. Beating the rock he beat Stone, Stone Cold and, the and Rock night. in the same night. And don't you ever forget he, it. Exactly. He won't let you forget it. Hell nah. (laughs) Um, But again, I don't disagree with that. Um, But the company, and this is not a bad thing. This is not a knock on the company. Um, The company was set up for Kenny to be the world champion. Um, Yes. Bringing bringing Moxley over, you know, when when Dean Ambrose left and went back to being John Moxley and came over, I don't disagree with putting the title on him either. um, Because he,
1: at at that point... Like it or not, he was more relevant and more fresh than Chris Jericho. He yeah. had been and on
0: WWE. Le- right. And then to the casual wrestling fan, he did the same thing that Jericho did, which was legitimize their world title. And once
1: um, it, once they felt it was legitimized, they put it on their boy, the seven star match, Kenny Omega.
0: Yes. OK, blah, blah, blah. But again, like I said, it, it, the company, in my opinion, you know, with, with the elite setting it up, Cody, Kenny, the Bucks. Um, it was always meant to be, Kenny was meant to be the world champion. Then they, you know, then they kind of fell into John Moxley. And in my opinion, they fell into CM Punk. They fell into Brian Danielson. And this is where, you know, w- you know, this is where Adam Page gets lost in the shuffle. Um, and so, I, you know, with everything that's happened, and again, with him, you know, he gave up that title shot basically to go home to, for the birth of his child. That's why him and the Dark Order lost that match. Yeah. Um, that was a, that was a way to get him out of it and, you know, bring him back in the picture. And, you know, this, this is where, th- th- this is where a slippery slope is going to come now. Cause you know, the the people that have tuned in since, since the emergence of punk and Brian Danielson and others, they've seen Kenny as the world champion the whole time.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And, you know, so they've gotten used to Kenny and, you know yeah okay they might think cowboy shit's cool whatever but again adam page is still not legitimate to the casual wrestling audience now i do i i love him i think he's hysterical um i was very happy to see him come out and cut that promo he cut without a drink in his hand they need i think they need to get away from that because it's not a uh, it's not an austin type gimmick for him um, it, it's
1: it's it, Austin was, was different than Hangman. This is that was an alcoholic gimmick for Hangman,
0: whereas- Right. and that's why I said I was glad. Well, see, I was glad that he didn't have a drink in his hand when he come out and cut the promo. But then last week after the Ghostbusters bullshit, he winded up having another drink in his hand. So I don't know where they're going to go with that. Um, but again, I you know I, I would definitely I, I would going forward with with Hangman Page. You know I go into the pay per view. I would make them go out there and have the best top tier match they could possibly have no interference, no gimmicks, whatever, and figure out a way to keep Kenny with the belt on Kenny for these upcoming matches, but to make Paige look strong and continue to build him up on TV each and every week and have him out there. You got to get him away from the dark order. That's got to stop because I, I, you know, I get the, the, you know, Brody Lee was a tragedy, and the Dark Order would have went a different way if um if he hadn't have passed. And that's a Young Bucks thing. We've talked about that before. So the gimmick's not going anywhere. Yeah. But they're a comedy act, and I you know no disrespect to Brody Lee, but since his passing, they've become the modern day Job Squad. And if you remember, do you remember the Job Squad? I do. Okay. Well, I'll start saving your time. Go look them up. You know, they used to come out there. Al Snow, I love the shirt. It had a dude laying on the ground and it said, "Pin me, pay me." <laughs> That's what was on the shirt. Um but I the dark that. order, you know. You know th- them winning the other night with Page's help, you know, it was a feel good moment. Because in all reality, I can't remember the last time they actually won a match. Um but you know, if you want to legitimize Adam Page to get him on the same same level to the casual wrestling fan that's starting to tune in. And I mean, you know, every time they sign somebody like a Brian Danielson or a CM punk or possibly Bray Wyatt and some of these other guys, they may bring in. If the casual wrestling fan sees the commercial with that guy's picture on, Oh, that's a, and it was the same way when, you know, WCW got all those viewers to tune in and come over from, from raw to watch nitro. It was like, Oh, the WWE guys are on, on nitro. Oh, there's this is cool. You know, and they started flipping back and forth and, you know, the the WCW had a cooler show and they had a better better um, opening card, but the other stuff was more interesting and WWE honestly was putting on a better product at the time. Uh, the in ring the N ring stuff.
1: Yeah, but much better product.
0: But you know, but again, you know, yes, I I, I agree with everything they've done with Adam Page, minus the Dark Order. They they've got to get him away from them, get him away from them, Ugh. and. You know, and and continue to build him and you can't let him go out there and, you know, drop matches and this, that and the other. I mean, they need, they need to continue to build him up and make him look strong. And then, you know, a year down the road, you know, once you continue to build him, get him away from the dark order. And Kenny's had time to wrestle punk. He's had time to wrestle Brian, you know, and anybody else that's out there that the fans want to see that's going to sell pay-per-views. Because right now they don't they don't have and this is what you got to understand. This is why they need the casual wrestling fan. They don't have the, the you know, the cock of the network, whatever, you know, they have to sell pay-per-views. Yes. And Adam Page, Adam Page is a world champion right now. In the main event, every single pay-per-view till he drops the title is not going to do that.
1: I don't I don't disagree with you. I do think he needs a little bit more building. But where I disagree is I do think he needs to somehow walk out with the title at full gear. Now, with that being said, it doesn't have to be a clean win. It could be a dusty finish. But I think full gear, he needs to walk out with the belt.
0: Yeah, well, that's why we're here. So Agree to disagree.
1: So let, let's go. Okay, we are, what, what, is, what is today? Today is
0: the 29th.
1: The 29th of October, the uh, what is it? It's like two weeks away, two and a half weeks away. I think the pay per views on the what 13th, 13th, because we're going on the 17th, which is that Wednesday, which is a rampage and uh, a, a rampage taping and a live dynamite. So, Jason, how would you book the next two and a half weeks until until uh, full gear? And what would you do at full gear?
0: The next two and a half weeks for me, this is pretty simple. You continue to build Adam page. Um, does he wrestle uh, at all he, until then? No. Okay. No, not at all. Um, you let him come out and and, it, and it, this goes back to being old school wrestling. You let him come out and you know, interrupt Kenny's I- interrupt Kenny's interviews. Uh, if Kenny wrestles in a six man or an eight man or 10 man, or even a singles, let him come out and get the best of Kenny where it looks like him winning the world title is a lock and, you get him to the pay-per-view kenny screws him after a great match and then you start the process of you know hangman hey, had him beat but you know the referee was down whatever bucks bucks came out distracted him whatever however you want to do it as long as the match as long and, and whatever that whatever the finish is aew Tony Khan, if you're listening Please, God, don't do it before that match. Don't use the same finish three times on the same show. You know, make it, you know, make it whatever you do. You know, if it's outside interference, if it's a table, if it's a chair, if it's a chain, leave it for the main event. Don't have it in the damn opening segments. You know, I hate to see, I hate to say, you know, be like, be more like Vince used to be. But, you know, grow some balls, man. Tell these guys, hey, this is my show. This is what's happening in the main event. Don't fucking do it in your match, period. And then, you know, again, but, I, uh, you know, I'm steadfast with this. I would keep the title on Kenny, but making Adam look strong. And then eventually, eventually, yes, I think he deserves a title. Just not now. So you don't
1: have him. You do not have Hangman Page walking out of full gear with the AEW's World Championship.
0: If Brian Danielson and CM Punk hadn't signed with us, I'd say yes, I did. But now that now that these new people have came in and there's more places for Kenny to go, that will attract more eyes, um, with Kenny as world champion, defending against some of the bigger names that people know, and that's nothing against Adam Page. Um, you know, he's still Shawn relatively Mi- new. Shawn Michaels was, you know, in a in a tag team that well, they won the WWF tag team titles once, but <laughs> it never went to television. It, yeah, because the rope broke. Mm-hmm. Um, You know, but Shawn Michaels was in a tag team for 10 years before, you know, he got his singles pushed and then, you know, they had to build him up, you know, winning the Intercontinental title with Sherry and then with Diesel and, you know, everything else of that nature. So, it's, you know, and I use Michaels as a comparison because they're, they're about the same size. They work a lot alike. Um And, you know, Michaels flew around a little bit more, but, you know, again, you got to build him up in the eyes and, and I'm, I'm coming from a business standpoint, from a personal standpoint, you know, from the guy taking time off to go home and see the birth of his kid and some other stuff. I'd love to see the title go going, uh, you know, mm-hmm. that's, that's a man that, you know, deserves a, a reward at the end of the day. But I, I think even if you sat down behind the scenes and ask Adam Page, if he thought the right thing to do was to put the title on him right now, now that you have Brian Danielson CM Punk and possibly a few other people coming over, um, no, I don't think I don't, I don't think he would agree with that. I don't think he would say he, he should have the title right now. So no, I don't see him walking out. Um, you know things could change, but you know that's just that's, you know no. Got You got you to gotta make him look strong. Don't get me wrong, but no, can he can he keep the title?
1: Okay, so that's how you would book full gear. Our hangman page up to full gear. I look. I agree with you. I don't think he should wrestle the next two weeks. They haven't really done any contract signings on AEW, and I don't know if they should start now. But it would be interesting to see what Hangman Page and uh, Kenny Omega have to say back and forth to each other.
0: You know, the best contract signing I've seen in a while was that one they did with the uh, Triple Threat, with Becky Lynch having her own table just in the rampway. She wasn't getting in the ring. That was hysterical. <laughs> Yeah, no, that was pretty
1: good. I, I thought you were gonna say the good, best one was uh, Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns when he go. Yeah, I read it with my advocate, Paul Heyman. This no, morning. that was
0: that was pretty that was pretty good. But Brock, again, you know, Brock's not doing what Becky is. You know, Brock's you got to get, and that's that's good. They're booking him the right way. You got to keep Brock's words short and sweet because he don't have Heyman right now. Yeah, that was what Brock did was funny, but you know, Becky coming out and having her like when Sasha and Bianca were in the ring together, and Becky's got her own table on the rampway. You know, big time. Bex has her own table. It was just—it was funny. I mean, because Becky on the mic's just been gold lately.
1: Yeah, she she's she, she's been good. That that's the that's. I don't watch WWE like I don't watch Raw or SmackDown. I watch the highlights on YouTube, and she's honestly been great.
0: I fast forward. I fast forward through what I want to see. So
1: that's fair. So me, I would book Hangman Page contract signing. Uh, not next week, but the week after. But this coming up week, I would have him. At least come out with a dark order maybe a six-man tag uh elite and kenny versus dark order i don't know with hangman page on the outside and adam cole on the outside do something i don't i don't know something along those lines but at full gear have hangman page beat kenny omega the ref gets knocked down then hangman hits the buckshot larians pins him But Kenny's foot is on the road, but it's already three. And then we see next week on I'm going a little bit into the future, but the week of that dynamite that we're going to have uh, Tony Khan come out. Be like, look, dude, you didn't beat him, bro. You got to give the title back. And in my opinion, it shows, hey, Hangman Page had him beat except for the foot. And it makes him a bigger baby face in the long run. Agree
0: or disagree. Well, do you realize what you just proposed is the same reason Chris Benoit left uh, WCW? Is it? He, when he beat Sid Vicious for the title, he had him in the crossface and Vicious was tapping out. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: But Vicious's leg was under the rope and the referee didn't see it. And Benoit already knew going, going forward to the next day, they were going to do basically what you just said. And you know what he did when he got in the dressing room? He got through the curtain. Threw the title down and quit. Now he threw the title in the trash can and kept walking. Jesus. It,
1: it, it all depends on how you do things. I think it could work for Hangman Page as a babyface character. Agree or disagree?
0: I mean, it, it could, but again, you know, and like I said, you got to understand where I'm coming from, what I want for Adam Page. I want more for Adam Page than that, and I want more for... Okay. The long run, because like I said, and I, you know, I, I know you like the dark order and like I said, they're the, to me, the modern day job squad for the, for the casual wrestling fans who take him seriously and Adam Page's name at the top of the marquee to sell pay-per-views, you got to get him away from them. You got to send them in a different direction. Now, I mean, you know, now you know, that's that to say if he wins a title that they can't come out and celebrate with him with the rest of the locker room. No, of course not. Um, you know. Uh, if if he's in the back walking one day while they're doing an interview and he wants to pat one of them on the bottom and say good luck or whatever, you know, because there is history for the AEW fans. Um, you know, just, to, uh, but as far as him tagging with them and them coming out to save him and him coming out to save them, it's got to stop.
1: So you're saying they have to get away from the Dark Order
0: and Hangman Page? He's got to get, yeah, he's got to get away from them.
1: Okay. I mean, That's our opinions on Hangman Adam Page going up to full gear. But guys, leave us a review. Let us know what you think of Hangman Adam Page. And guys, if you're going to be in Virginia, November 20th for uh, VA Comic Con, your boy will have his first official table by himself at the Comic Con. I might have some stuff to sell. might have some stuff to give away, guys, but I want to see you there. He mad at me because I got to work. I, I'm a little salty. It could have been his first Comic-Con. You know, with as many I'm Comic-Cons either. as I've been to, and it's a lot, he has never been to one.
0: I'm old, born. I wish I had a
1: sound effect button to go,
0: boo. Come on, Mr. Mister uh, Producer. Where's your sound effect button? I
1: don't know. I don't have one of those. That would be nice, though.
0: You You know you can install those, right? Um... You can Can even download a you can even download a sound app on your uh, on your iPad and have it hooked through the board. Oh, I can. I'll do that. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Who knows? Electricity goes on. Anyways. Anything to add?
1: Nope. That's it, guys. Uh, We do have merchandise up. If you want to go support the podcast, go to my Instagram at chris ingram three three five. I did have to change it for uh not what what for. For marketing reasons, I guess Is the term
0: I'm just cool. me, brother You can follow me on Facebook Follow me on Twitter, Instagram J. Brandon Ingram You can send me an email to uh, J. Brandon Ingram at com. And he's got 400 of them What's the what's your one you using these days? Christian Ingram YT at com. YT What's that? YouTube, YouTube man no. no, I don't know I mean, you see Chick Magan I'm, I'm YT I don't know if it's Cookie like Cookie Monster Young Thick I didn't know I don't know <laughs> <laughs> all right so so you all that's uh what you got for adam page right that is what i have for adam page all right well in the uh case of adam page going through full gear in the aew world heavyweight championship that's how we'd book it see you next time